If you're an educator, you know how difficult teaching can be. On this episode, we're going to discuss some survey data from Samsung about the state of STEM education. Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Each episode features educators sharing their practical ideas to put more science, technology, engineering, and math into every classroom every day. For show notes and more information, visit dailystem.com. Here's your host, Chris Woods. Well, educators, thanks for joining us on this episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. I can't wait to welcome back today Anne Wu. She is the Senior Director of Corporate Citizenship at Samsung for America, and she's part of the Samsung Solve for Tomorrow contest. She's been on episode 232 and 217. If you want to hear more about the Samsung contest, it's just fantastic to be able to do with your students. We're going to talk about some data and what that could do to help us uh, create some action to make STEM education even better for kids. Welcome back to the show today, Anne. It's so nice to be back with you, Chris. Thanks. You're uh, you're getting to be a regular here, and uh, we, we certainly welcome all the great stuff that, that all of you at, at Samsung produce every year. There's that Samsung Solve for Tomorrow contest, right? Yeah, no, it's such a joy for us to be able to come back and talk about the contest, but really some new learnings that we have that just complement how we think about STEM education and the competition moving forward. And I'm happy to share some of those insights with your audience today. Yeah, because we have a lot of educators that are, are really thinking about how do I best try to get kids excited about STEM, get kids energized, and how do I, as an educator, keep my own focus when when it's easy to get burned out and, and feeling the frustrations of time and money and, and all those other things going on. So you just did a survey, really, of a lot of the people that are part of this Samsung Solve for Tomorrow contest, and, and maybe just kind of tell us a little bit of bird's eye view of what, what kind of things you found out. Sure. So um, just to kick off, we've been doing the Samsung Solve for Tomorrow for the past 13 years. So we have a great relationship um, with STEM educators across the country. And, you know, we have heard all around the news about sort of strikes and just, you know, the just the fatigue of teachers. Yeah. Um, In the world of education, we knew that COVID was really hard for that experience. And, you know, part of society has just moved on. What does the post-COVID world look like? But our survey really wanted to understand deep down how teachers were doing. Mm-hmm. We had qualitatively in the uh, launch of the, this past year's competition, talked to so many teachers. How are they feeling? Are they up for the competition this year? We understood that teachers were felt burnt out. They didn't feel as supportive as they were um, during COVID in many ways because mm-hmm. you know, it was back to basics. Let's go. Let's do what we're doing. As yeah. if time hadn't passed over the past couple of years and all of the uh, sacrifices and commitments of educators. So we decided to do a survey just to quantitatively sort of assess and uh, size the scale in which teachers felt burnt out, how they were feeling, what their outlook on the future was. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of last year and the beginning of this year. And we were really intrigued by the insights that we saw. And I think the biggest thing for me is seeing that so many kids are energized by STEM, that enthusiasm that they have for STEM. And that builds into that enthusiasm that a teacher has. And, and I think I think that more than anything is a reminder why we're all doing this thing called STEM education. Absolutely. It's a real opportunity area for energy and growth and inspiration and that the students still want to learn. They still want to go into STEM careers. They still want to know how to make STEM real. And while teachers across the country don't feel recognized, you know, the students that they get to see every day are so hungry for it. Mm -hmm. And so that for us was really exciting because there's this 
source of energy, this source of momentum that's out there. And, you know, hopefully it can fuel teachers, but we know that's not all yeah. um, that it takes to um, make a teacher want to feel inspired and energized to, to do what they do. Yeah, I, I know me as a, as a teacher, and sometimes it's hard to see because I'm in that day-to-day, right? I get up, I go into the classroom, I'm helping those kids. And if I was at a job and I was I was making parts in a factory, or if I was building a house or you know making flower arrangements at a, at a floral shop, I would see that product at the end of the day I had created. But students are such a long-term process that we're just building into, and, and we often don't get to see And so maybe like a contest where those kids may be on a stage or maybe get some sort of recognition can can really help to to build up some of the energy that that those of us as educators sometimes need. Sure. Our contest really allows for both the students to be affirmed for what they're working on, but also for the teacher to be recognized. And that's a really important part of the competition. We know that teachers are the unlock for our competition. They're really guiding and supporting students along the way. It is definitely within one school year somewhere, something that you can see from the beginning to the end, because it does follow that journey of the academic year. But we do know so much that Students need to be inspired and Solve for Tomorrow is a great vehicle by which you can engage students um, that's not textbook-like, not like the everyday. There's mm-hmm. a lot of um, momentum in the course of the contest competition, even yeah. if classroom teams don't continue on. We know so many of the projects still get done because right. there's an excitement of connecting STEM and the real world that is just mm-hmm what we think is the magic of Samsung software tomorrow. Right. And a lot of that is based around project-based learning and problem-based learning and whatever whatever you call it, just that there are problems that you can solve in your community. And, and that's really an excitement level for, for teachers. And, and I think also too, when, when things like that happen in the community and, and maybe some news gets out there, whether you know a, a school just posting about it on their social media or maybe a school board recognizing that team and that group at a school board meeting, and and somehow making the news that can that can be a big boost for for the kids and the students and for the community to see hey our kids are doing some great stuff and again you know really acknowledging that teacher time and energy investment that comes with it yeah. so often we are there to applaud and and recognize the great ideas and the effort that it takes to take an idea into something real. Mm-hmm. And teachers are core to what we do. And so when we heard that teachers were feeling burnt out, they didn't have the energy, even those students still had the inspiration to be in STEM. Mm-hmm. It really took us as a company back for a second to really understand what this meant for us. Mm-hmm. And so we work with classrooms as part of the competition all year, but you know, it made us understand that, you know, it's not the way it was, you know, just because it's the other side, you know, we're going to school every day, we're going to work every day. And, you know, it's like back to circa 2019. For us, what we learned, we had to really understand where teachers were. Some teachers who have been with us for many years in the competition didn't have it in them this year to Mm -hmm. compete with all the macro things that they were going through. It was really important for us to acknowledge them, explain what Solve looks like this year, but encourage them to talk to their students, ask them what they want to do, yeah. see if that's interesting for the teacher. I really reinforce the fact that we are behind them as a company in in anything of like talking to students, talking to principals, talking to parents about the, what the contest is about, making sure the school gets the recognition and really that teacher as well as part of the experience, because we know that uh, recognition is really important, but you know that we understand that where teachers are today and that we need to do a better job and really come with tools and resources 
and moments mm-hmm. of just celebrating them that are so important to any anyone in their job, including teachers. Yeah. And I think something also that shows up in some of that data that you got from this survey is that so many teachers, 59% of the respondents said that STEM education is challenging. As a STEM teacher, you understand it's not just, I'm just going to hand out an assignment, that kid is going to do it, they're going to complete it, submit it, whatever, and, and we get to move on. There, There's so much, you know, I got to set stuff up, I got to get stuff out, I got to clean up stuff afterwards. There's a lot of processes involved in any type of project, that, and it could take a toll. So so trying to think of some solutions, and, and I like that. You, you got this data. And you're saying, how can we help educators? What can, how can we take that data and turn it into action? And and educators, first of all, uh, samsung.com slash solve. You can find out all this information as well. We're going to have some links in the show notes. So if, if there's an idea that you have or something that you say, hey, I would love this idea or maybe some, some resources and things from Samsung, uh, you can send them an email and they'll be more than happy to dive into some of those ideas that us as educators have. And the other thing that we've acknowledged is that, you know, STEM is already not an easy topic for yeah. students to understand and really find the passion for it. It's a hard subject mm-hmm. for many. And the past couple of years when they haven't had consistent lab periods, mm-hmm. or things that have been done virtual, um, missing some of that, there's a lot of ground that needs to be made up as part of the classroom experience. And so what we hope to do is, you know, really shortcut that passion point get them out of the classroom, give them real life tools and experience and challenges that they've already been thinking about. And really, I'm trying to find that blend for teachers that inspire themselves too, by the way. It's not just students that get inspired as part of the competition um, that really moves the idea of what STEM education in on a different plane than maybe what they're doing in class owl pellet dissections or frogs or whatever the case may be, Um, really finding that different way to think about STEM um, as part of Samsung Solve for Tomorrow. Yeah. And and Anne mentioned the owl pellets because I was telling her that just today with my eighth grade students, we were doing some owl pellet dissections and it, a lot of hard work to set it up and, and thinking through all the process and getting out all the tools and things. But yeah, it was so energizing for me to see those kids get so excited about that. And then I can say, okay, now what are we going to do next? Because invariably, all those kids at the end were like, what do we get to dissect next? What's next? And and those are the types of things that happen. And, and I love uh, this other piece of data that you found. 44% of these educators believe that that STEM is really that equalizer, that, that it helps kids uh, maybe who have a hard time in some other classes, they can really get it when that that hands-on aspect, chance to be creative aspect is, is brought into classrooms. It's so much a different way to learn than many mm-hmm. other subjects where you're you have to read a book from hundreds of years written hundreds of years ago or a theory that isn't tangible to who they are. Mm-hmm. Actually getting, you know, hands-on, project-based, topic-based, mm-hmm. current top of mind issue for them is so tangible. And that mm-hmm. that ability to connect with something mm-hmm. today is really unique in STEM education. And we know that STEM education as it, um, leads to STEM careers, which are great equalizers long term. Mm-hmm. And the opportunities that you can get from a stable career mm-hmm. to support in your financial aid for, for college and higher mm-hmm. education, mm-hmm. to really making sure that you are really on the cutting edge of innovation. These are opportunities that in a classroom you may not think about, but when you think about the, these are the vehicles to get all of those 
greater things later on really is truly an equalizer in so many ways. Yeah. And just as you were talking about those career aspects, I was thinking the same thing. How imagine somebody working at Samsung, working on some sort of piece of technology or software or things like that. It's got all that hands-on aspect and it's it's really taking all that information right on the forefront, whether it's new technology and making things smaller and, and making them higher quality or you know, now we've got all the things about AI and things like that. Every one of these things is is cutting edge and for kids to be um, focused on what's this new, what's something I could do that nobody's thought of before, that's really going to help them to think creatively when some jobs are, are honestly going to get taken over by some of those robotics and things like that. That's right. And when you think about innovation as something that solves a need mm -hmm. or improves something that didn't exist before, those are really where true innovation spikes happen. Yeah. And Solve for Tomorrow and this idea of like STEM education connected with a real problem really ignites that connection point. Yeah. Um, innovation for innovation's sake is just new and shiny, but doesn't endure over time. But this idea of solving a need, looking at a social problem or a community issue and tying it to innovation those are really when those great unlocks really happen yeah. and are really points of inspiration because you can see that marked change as a result to the same point where, you know, it's hard to see the, the fruit of all the actions in part, you know, when you see change happen in communities or people thinking differently of something that they hadn't thought of before, those are the sparks that really lead to change. And STEM is such a great tool to get to that point. And yeah. I think that that connection point isn't always easy for kids to see, but Solve for right. Tomorrow, we hope, really um, makes that connection strong. Yeah. And educators, if you've got those ideas, if you've got those things that maybe your kids have been working on and you thought, hey, this is something that really could give a boost to our kids, figure out a way to to turn that into a, an entry into the contest next year. You know, next year is going to be the 14th one. And, and educators, you can hop on that website, samsung.com slash solve, and you can see past winners and just kind of what some of those things that go into that process is. That's just that fuel to start getting your kids to even be thinking about some of those things for, for next year. One of the other uh, pieces of data that I, I was really struck by, but it's not surprising at all, but just 65% of, of respondents that there is a shortage of STEM teachers. And I, I think we all get that. I have a math degree. I could I could go work at a company. You know, I'm making a way more money, but to choose to be in education to help kids it was the choice that I made. If we can help tell some of those stories, whether it's a Samsung contest or something else, that's going to attract more people and maybe some of those same kids that are doing those projects to come back and become educators. Absolutely. I think first and foremost, um, as a company, we've recognized in a new way we already had, but just the the sacrifice and really the responsibility as a STEM educator, mm -hmm. because STEM educators are building what is the future footprint for innovation for our country. And in the same way, we we looked at any kind of first responder during COVID. Um, you know, I'm a parent, so I know that sending my kids to school was not easy for everyone involved. But you know, to teach virtually, to teach in classroom with you know plexi along the way, these were really difficult things uh, to do. And you know, we really acknowledge all that was done during COVID and really sort of the state of uh, STEM educators and all educators today. And, you know, for that uh, regard, I think that it's really important for companies like Samsung or anyone in the community, us as one of many participants, to really think about how we can bring it back 
the magic back to the classroom? How do we inspire students? How do we inspire teachers? How do we build a community in a new way that is current, that is that acknowledges all of the issues that we've been able to overcome, but our new normal today? Not just giving materials, but giving um, inspiration and celebration and recognition, all of these things that are really the magic of Sol that we bring, but, you know, in complement with teachers. Um, yeah. You know, we are really about listening to teachers, acknowledging them and meeting teachers where they are, because it is the investment that we make through the competition that has that sort of long tail into STEM students, STEM majors. STEM mm-hmm. professionals and yeah. eventually my bosses at Samsung. <laughs> and eventually, you know, those, the kids of those people as they grow up and um, those kids that are in our classroom right now, they're building that legacy that their own kids are going to benefit from someday as well. Uh, and uh, I always love chatting with you. I, I love this great information that you've been able to accumulate and, and share with us today. Just thinking, what do you, what do you hope for the future? What do you hope you could take from some of this information and and of course educators if you've got ideas you know share them like we said in the show notes there's ways to do that but what do you really want to see come out of this Anne? well what i really want to do is partner with teachers mm-hmm. um, in better ways than we have um software tomorrow has never been the same every year really because we've had advisors teacher advisors who really helped us to make the contest better and better every year um acknowledging that teachers feel burnt out. The students are waiting and eager to uh, learn more about STEM and really go on this trajectory of STEM education is what can we do to be a better partner, to bring other partners to the table and really ensure that the STEM journey for students that start with STEM educators are really enhanced by partnership and just better sense of understanding of what we can do as a company in partnership with classrooms around the country and around the world. That's awesome. Really appreciate that. And, and and I'm just sitting here thinking, maybe you just need to send all those teachers that are doing the the program. Maybe you just need to send them some chocolates and stuff. Cause sometimes I tell you what, just a just a piece of chocolate can uh, can make a, a bad day feel a little bit better. So Yeah, I know well. <laughs> you know, I th- I think it's um to say like to all of all of the teachers that listen to your podcast, you know, we really do have so much respect for our educators, even more coming out of COVID and, you know, it is a challenge. STEM is not an easy subject, but for all of the teachers that like yourself that could do something else, but decide to make a commitment to Mm -hmm. the future of students, it really is a sacrifice of love. And, um, you know, we honor and celebrate it every day. That's awesome. Really appreciate it. And to leave you with one final uh, piece of information from their survey data, overwhelming majority of of teachers agree that STEM education is a valuable contribution to our education mission. And I just try to imagine education without a STEM focus right now. And I think it would just be completely lacking. It would just be completely hollow and empty, um, especially in the world that we're living in right now. Uh, to help our kids really be prepared for all those opportunities and possibilities that are out there. So I really appreciate everything that you're doing there, Anne, and um, all the best to you as you keep on doing that great work at Samsung. Thank you. And um, thanks to all the teachers out there who are bringing it every day. Yeah. Again, uh, thanks to Ann Wu, who's the Senior Director of Corporate Citizenship at Samsung for America. And again, head to samsung.com slash solve if you want to find out more information about there. And they've also got plenty of resources and ideas and things on that site as well. So even if you're like, 
man, doing a contest that might be just too much for me right now. Hey, look at some of those projects on there and see if some of those spark maybe just a fun project that you can do with your kids because uh, they love that and that energizes them as well. So thanks again for listening to this episode of STEM Everyday Podcast. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And if you need to connect with me, head to dailystem.com and I'm always happy to help as well. And again, just like Ann said, keep on doing that inspiration for your kids each and every day, educators. It's so valuable. It's such a big responsibility, and it is so energizing and a great privilege that we get to do it.